Welcome to Star Trek Stuff with your hosts, Anne. I can do a fairly good fart noise with my mouth. And Adam. Ha ha ha, here, fucker. Gus, don't be the last of the famous international playboys. Um, I'm gonna take some cat stuff to a sh- charity, and then I gotta return something to Bath and Body Works, so I'm just gonna ride around town. Hell yeah. Doing stuff. I, I made the mistake of running around and doing errands the way that I usually do, mm-hmm. which is completely ADD, just uh, no plan. Like, I think, <laughs> uh, like, I'm like, okay, well, I need to go this and this and this. And then I just, like, go the wrong direction, like, three times yeah. <laughs> while I'm trying to get to one place and go past it whenever I get whenever I get there. Yeah. And then go well out of my way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you don't plan your route. Yeah, I don't plan my route at all. It's yeah, it's a complete yeah. disaster. The thing is, yeah, I just got an electric car, just like yours. Yep, and you have to plan your route. Yeah, you cannot <laughs> run out of gas uh, in an electric yeah. car. So the other day I yep. did that, and um, it was like beeping "Danger, Danger, Will Robinson" at me. <laughs> As I was like white knuckling it, pulling into, finally pulling into my neighborhood. <laughs> like, oh God, oh God, okay. <laughs> mine will start doing that if I hit nine miles. That's what mine like did. Nine miles to go. That's exactly what, Well, mine went to eight. Ooh, the okay. last number I saw was eight. And then it was like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. Go plug in. Fuck you. <laughs> It's not a fun feeling. No, it's really scary. It's really scary. But I mean, it it's happened, you know, once or twice, and and I kind of learned my lesson, you know. I just forgot to plug it in, and that's all. And I am terrible about remembering shit. Uh, every single second of the episodes that we watch, I take notes on because I can't remember yeah. them. I don't remember things. Right. Remember. Shall we talk about uh, Enterprise? So last episode, you really talked this episode up. I did. I did, and um, as as I suspected, I I tore it down a little bit when I was taking my notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I watched it, uh-huh. um, I could not figure out what you saw in this episode, uh-huh. like at all. Right, right, right. So much so that I figured you had mistaken which episode <laughs> which... was next, <laughs> right? Or maybe that you were fucking with us or something. <laughs> But uh, I watched it again, like I just watched it again, uh-huh. and uh, I liked it a lot more the second time I saw it. Yeah. And well, there's some really cool things in this episode. Yes. So I'm uh, curious to see what you thought of it on this most recent viewing and, and where you're at with it. Yeah, yeah. Basically, you know, picking it apart like we do, you know, <clears throat> you see the flaws, but then you also see like, hey, wait a minute, that's actually awesome. Do you ever watch um, it's, uh, it's Sunny in Philadelphia or it's... Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. It's always sunny. You it's bet. always sunny. Yeah. It's everything. So have you ever seen the super cuts of people who think that he's like a serial killer? Yeah, I've heard <laughs> that idea and I kind of love it. Um, it's really funny. <laughs> It works. It perfectly works. You know, when he gets really pissed off and he's like, I am rage personified. He gets all like veiny and everything. Um, And he is a complete psychopath. Pretty much everybody on that show is a total psychopath. Oh, yeah. That guy is kind of scary. He's really kind of terrifying. Yeah. That kind of 
informed my writing when I was writing the notes on this. Okay. Because I was like, wait a minute, what is wrong with Reed? (laughs) 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 So it occurred to me at the beginning of the episode that the CGI at the time was basically fine with like mechanical things, just terrible with people and like living things. Because mm-hmm. yeah. when they dropped the beacon out and when the first shot was like the drop the beacon out and it, you know, expanded or whatever, like a satellite does. And they looked pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. That looked great. Not super realistic or anything, but it looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they can talk to Earth. And the one they just dropped makes contact with the one they dropped earlier, like super fucking fast. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Like within a second, Paul's like, it's made contact with Echo One. You know, I was like, damn. But um, and it'll be ready to go as soon as Hoshi does some testing. Dropping cell phone towers. I like yep. it. Exactly. Do you need a cellular booster? Is it the best option? Um, and almost immediately after that conversation, a vessel drops out of warp right really close to them. I really love the design of this vessel. So this is the one I was talking about in the, do you remember the second episode, uh, the Hoshi and the Worm episode? And I said, you know, there's another ship later on in the season that kind of reminds me of this and you know, da, 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 and it's this one. Yeah, right. The design of that one I was kind of making fun of is like a, it looked like a 90s kid toy or something like that. I mean, it reminds me of it, but it's not exactly the same. Yeah, it's way less like scorpion edgy yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> with, with arched pointer things that are there for no reason whatsoever and so forth. But it's definitely like bad guy. Because it's like green lights equals bad guys. That's a scheme that works pretty well uh, on the Orville as well. The uh, the Krill ships yeah. are all black and green. Well, it's totally a Disney thing. You look at any of the Disney bad guys. Harry Potter too. Yeah, you're right. The Slytherin, they're yep. all greens mm-hmm. and black. But yeah, the Memory Alpha site, I checked on the Memory Alpha site, and it's not the same. No, no, it's that's totally not the same one. That ship, I completely remember now that you said it. Mm-hmm. This one was, was way cooler. Yeah. Definitely. Speaking of green, uh, that's <laughs> that's exactly what I'm drinking is Evan Williams uh, the bourbon with the green label because I'm real fancy and have lots of money. <laughs> I never went bankrupt, by the way. You know, everybody knows. Sounds good, though. Uh, <laughs> it is not. It is not. No, it's not. You're right. I was trying to be nice. Uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> They uh, they call them, but nobody answers, and so the channel's open, but they're just being ghosted, and Ahab is so funny in these scenes, because he's like, well, you dropped in on us, so nice talking to you, you know? Yeah. And Reed says that, like, there's that he got nothing at all from scanning the vessel, so, like, no life forms, nothing. I like that. I did, too. Somebody shows up, they're just kind of, yeah. All right, bye. Mm-hmm. And then they go, and then Enterprise is just left there going, I, I, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was rude. It's a good way to kick this off because a big thing about this is like how outgunned and outmatched the, and unprepared mm-hmm. in general they are for what they are doing. Yes. Yeah. This episode is very much like that. We learned that not only are we not alone, but we are hopelessly, hilariously. Outgun. It really confronts that idea head on. Yeah, that's my favorite thing about this episode mm-hmm. in general. Mm-hmm. But before we go further, it's time for Faith of the Heart, the greatest theme song that ever did theme song. It takes a lot to get a right when you're learning the facts of life. Learning the facts of life. Learning the facts of life. 
Crab and the crew are around the coffee table trying to figure out why the new guy, new guys don't like them. Um, there's no inhabited systems nearby, and Hoshi su- Hoshi suggests their signal wasn't understandable. Universal Translator is hardly good enough, or something like that. Of course, Hoshi can always just get end of the episode magic power right. again, <laughs> but yeah, she's uh, secretly but, an yeah. X Man. Yeah. Previously on X Men. Hoshi, Hoshi, I need you to do this. We all do. That's why you're here. Uta lura ista. Urevi mistavur. Itova vomala. Ista da du du amas purasta. Vendil vendil no somin. Ura uta. I am not sure why this necessitated a whole staff coffee table no, meeting. I know. Like yeah. literally nothing happened. No, I know. Like someone showed up and then left. Yeah. And they were just like, we need to talk about it around the coffee table. Yeah. Yeah. Gather around. The the way the conversation's laid out, though, is weird because it's first it's uh, to Paul says, I wouldn't take offense. Not every species is understandable in human terms or something like that, mm-hmm. which is something we should be saying every week. Right. Um, and then Milktoast says, maybe they checked us out and we weren't and they weren't interested. And Reed is like, oh, it's not interesting. Her, <laughs> her. And I'm like, shouldn't that be reversed? Like, shouldn't they say, shouldn't Milktoast say maybe they checked us out and we weren't interested? Breed says, us not interested. And then T'Pol says, I wouldn't take offense. Not every species is understandable. Oh, yeah. That does make more sense. I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. We start up the the very B plot. Oh, man. Of what is Reed's favorite food? Like, lowercase b. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> This is not why I love this episode, by the way. <laughs> this, this is not, I don't, I could not give two shits about this part of the episode. I was going to ask. <laughs> yeah. Do not care. I mean, because basically what it comes down to is Reed's really hard to get to know. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's all you find out. And like they literally say that and then keep going Multiple with it. times. Yeah. Like his sister is like, yeah, you can't get to know this person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His parents are like, he's fucking boring. <laughs> yeah. Just like Archer is just on a mission, just like, no, Hoshi will discover the secret. I need to know him. It's so weird. It is weird. To go through that much trouble for an adult's birthday that clearly right. isn't going to make a big deal out of his birthday. <laughs> exactly. You know, he's not one yeah, of these yeah. people. No, he's not. It doesn't, and it it doesn't in any way like endear him or ingratiate him to the audience or anything. It's just like, okay, so he's really hard to get to know. It's really odd. And it just kind of, kind of made me vaguely hungry because they talk about food the whole time. <laughs> they did. <sighs> they talked about breakfast. Yeah. They, yeah. Again. They, yeah. They talked about breakfast in detail, which uh, I think I cut out. A big part of it in the edit, but we on our last episode talked about breakfast for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It's fine. Yeah. But it's delicious. Cobblepots are part of this complete breakfast. Hoshi says to Archer, uh, I think we've tracked somebody down. And it turns out mm-hmm. to be uh, Reed's parents. Right. And and his dad is like super gruff and kind of militaristic, and his mom's like this sweet baby angel. And this is where I start, like, started with the dentist thing. Because evidently Reed doesn't talk to or see his parents at all. And I'm like, red flag. Red flag. 
Yeah. They don't even know what he does on the ship. So they don't know anything about him at all. This poor woman looks like she's being abused. Yeah. You know, she's so like pitiful. I'm about to get hit. Look like she it's really weird. She secretly voted remain. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. He goes on and on and on stomping around the house uh, to, complaining about all the immigrants and stuff and couldn't wait to vote leave. <laughs> and she just quietly, yes, dear. Oh, all right, dear. Yes, dear. dear. Oh. <laughs> And then, like, was so happy she got to vote Remain. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that guy sucks. He's just, like, yeah. he's just mean and shitty. And pissed off that that he, that he Reed went into Starfleet instead of the Navy. Seriously, what a weird thing to get mad about. It's like, no, yeah. no, it's like it's the same tradition. It's just in a different yeah. place, in a right. bigger, like in a what there's no frontier left no. on the ocean at that point, no, you know. There's There's not. There's no you know British just, empire. Like it, Yeah, no. fuck off, dude. Yeah, cuz you know at this point it's just like, you know, basically a glorified coast guard going in to rescue idiot rich people on their yachts. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. know that's all it is. Yeah. Like or like scientists who got caught in a storm or something. You know, I mean that's that's cuz it's not like there's going to be, you know, major immigration issues or pirating or you know, drug trafficking or the Russians or North Korea or anything cuz it's, you know, a quote unquote united earth. And poverty and all that stuff has been eliminated. So what the fuck is the Navy going to do? They're just kind of like floating around in case. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what are they vote? Exactly. Why would he want his kid to do that? It's uh-huh. really, really bizarre. Uh, it's what a totally dick. stupid. Yeah. So Ahab assigns Hoshi who is trying to work on the new subspace, subspace transceiver array that they just created and is the ship's communications officer mm-hmm. to finding out what his favorite fucking food is. Ugh. And I'm uh, like... Uh, I hate this so much. I, well, <laughs> never mind the fact that it's so like assigning him the girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? She is totally relegated to the girl in this plot. And it sucks. Yeah. And like, here, do the silly, cute thing. Yeah. And she obviously does not give two shits about Reed either. Well, I was watching this and I was, you know, pausing to take notes and things like that. I happened to hit pause when (laughs) Hoshi is doing this expression like, seriously? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's exactly. Like, she gets this super like, God damn. You know, like, fuck. Yeah, what she's the fuck like, am I doing? She's like, I'm trying to get this whole new thing set up that we put on the ship when the with yeah. the thing and the we just dropped the cell phone tower and he's like, No, 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 no. Malcolm's birthday an adult's birthday Malcolm's party. Birthday. <laughs> really, dude? <laughs> what? That is not my job. I could I mean I could see him like throwing something for trip because it's his buddy. Right. You know. Right. I, or for to Paul just because it would like spite her because she wouldn't under she wouldn't appreciate it 
and like that's just who these people are. Yeah, yeah. But Reed, like that's yeah. weird. Maybe even Travis, because he's such a nice yeah. guy and whatever. Exactly right. Later on, they kind of uh, when he's having the conversation with with Florida man, he kind of says it made me realize that I don't know anything about Reed, and I'm like, yeah. Is that why you're doing it? Shouldn't we have said that before? Yeah. You called his parents? Yeah, he gets that motivation then. Here's the thing with this yeah. episode is all the motivations are a little it's off. Just all kinds of yeah. Like yeah. that's the thing that kept bothering me. Like once I realized mm-hmm. it, I was like, nobody's motivations quite make sense. Uh, no, we'll we'll exactly. get to stuff later. But the uh yeah, I just kept going like Wait, wh- why do that? Why are we That's doing not that? A yeah, good idea. Yeah, but the thing is, like, after their talk, after he talks to their folks and stuff, so they're boring and they know nothing about Malcolm. <laughs> nothing, right? There's right. nothing here. There's nothing here, and the writers are telling us there's nothing here. Ex- yeah, unless. Ex- there's going to be a whole thing at the end of this. Like we're going uh-huh. through this process and through an episode where Malcolm gets a bunch of screen time and he does. Right. We're mm-hmm. going to get to know Malcolm. Right. That seems like what it's setting up for. Yeah. I wonder if that's what we get by the end of this. Gee. Uh, I mean, that was my thought when I was first watching it. <laughs> can I spoil it? Because. <laughs> No. Saving everyone the rewatch here. Yeah. I'm just doing my job. Why go through the trouble? This is what I don't understand. Why go through the trouble of setting all that up? I know. It's literally the writing, the writer sitting there going, we don't know anything about Reed. Let's make a story about how Reed is really hard to get to know. But the point of such a story. It's a completely circular argument. Like, it doesn't. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. If you don't answer anything, if you Uh don't get to know him a little bit, then, yeah, yeah, you you haven't done any work. Yeah. You set up a premise and then gone, yeah, you know. Well, that's (laughs) That's the thing, because you expect that by talking to his sister and his parents and these people and that people that you're going to find out interesting stuff about him and you don't. And that's just dumb. Yeah. Like everybody, all of those people could have told some little anecdote or something or said like, I know his favorite color is green. You know, anything like that could have supplied you with personality for this guy. Instead, we get... It's really hard to find a personality for this guy. Yeah. I just don't get the setup with no punchline. I don't understand. It's really weird. Why go through the effort? It's too hard and I can't be bothered. So the next scene is Ahab and Florida Man talking. And we have a Porthos sighting. Yay. Yay. The the real star here. He really is. That's my best friend. That's my best friend. And they laugh about T'Pol trying to use chopsticks yeah see that doesn't work because i imagine she would pick up chopsticks quite easily yeah right she's a fucking vulcan she's really 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 smart and disciplined and disciplined that's the thing with chopsticks is it takes a little bit of work and a little bit of fine motor like discipline and i feel like that's something that vulcans do quite well she has that it, it doesn't make any sense. Um, then they have this weird conversation that seems like it goes nowhere, but then is relevant much later in the episode, which is dumb. Kind of to the same motivation thing. Ahab's like, I thought you were going to upgrade this. And Florida Man says, this is this is the upgrade. And he's like, I can change the color of, you, of it you if you want. But they never say what it is. 
it felt very tacked on. Yeah. Uh, as I think about it now, like I was like, this bullshit later, you know, the motivations don't work or anything like that, where they were just like, well, we need to do something earlier. Like yeah. there was this one unnamed upgrade that Archer was less impressed with than he normally would have been. Um, and they talk about what Florida man found out from home. Uh, this person, Duval, is evidently a horrible captain and they're very happy to be light years away from him. That bodes well. Um <laughs> And Florida Man got broken up with. Yeah, so this didn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> well, I, in who in a, their right mind would date somebody who's going on a starship? Well, yeah, not only that, but... Um, so in the episode where T'Pol's uh, betrothed family whatever that all that bullshit came up or whatever mm -hmm. where she's supposed to go and marry some fucking guy uh trip said that he'd only been in like a couple two or three relationships what? in his whole life and he's like yeah, yeah i don't know no mention whatsoever of this natalie yeah that he's in a long distance relationship uh, -huh. uh when to Paul is basically talking about a long distance relationship uh -huh. that should have been in that scene yeah. if that existed. Yeah. So they just made this shit up. Like uh -huh. it doesn't, and there isn't a good reason for it. Nope. Uh, it doesn't tie into anything. It doesn't make sense in light of previous episodes. Nope. Uh, they just dropped it in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. I can say don't. Don't try that with women in Pensacola. I have tried that. Don't don't do that. <laughs> Specifically in Pensacola. <laughs> do not try a long distance relationship with okay. someone in Pensacola. Um, <laughs> it's not like he started the relationship while he was on the ship. It had to have been a thing before they left. It's yeah. never been mentioned ever. Never been named. Never when dropped. it should have been, you when know, it, like, yeah. like we mentioned before. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why it's here. Yeah. You know what they made sure that they kept like consistent and canonical uh, in this episode? That Tripp's favorite food is fried is catfish. Fucking fried catfish. Yeah. They could keep that straight, but like uh -huh. they just made up and got rid of a girlfriend like all of a sudden. <laughs> when it was established, he didn't have one before. He's like, right. oh, I've only had a couple relationships ever. Nothing present tense about that. No. Yeah, nothing. Pro yeah, yep. You can yep, keep yep, the yep. catfish straight, but you can't. <laughs> I don't get this, but yeah, that's yeah. what. Yeah, but that's when you know, Archer's like, we don't know much about Malcolm, right? And his parents don't, right? And no one does, so surely we're gonna. And that's when I start thinking, like, he sounds like a fucking psychopath. Yeah, because he has no connections. Nobody really gets him. Like, you know, he just ate whatever was offered. You know, blah blah blah, and. Excuse me, but pan-fried catfish? Pan-fried fish, okay. Catfish, in like any form? No, thank you. Don't like catfish at all? No, I'm sorry. I love I cat. I love deep I love deep fried catfish. I don't want to eat bottom feeders. <laughs> you would not like it in Louisiana where I'm from. No, I'm probably I'm pretty sure I wouldn't cuz we're, we're big on that. Yeah, that way that's how you can tell if they're done. And they float too. That's uh, another reason why you know they're done too. I guarantee. And another good thing they did is to taste them. We love that shit. <laughs> Anything that eats bottom feeder. Yeah. 
gross. So yeah, we come to the basically the whole point of the this whole fucking exercise is that we don't m- know much about Reed. Yeah. Fucking stupid. It's like okay, um, we've we we've set it up fully that yeah. we don't know much about, about Reed. Reed. Okay, surely this will be something that we wrap up nicely where we learn lots of things and we get to know this character. I guarantee. So the mystery ship returns. Yes. Yes, the alien green equals bad vessel returns at this moment. And and I'm like, "Oh god, is this a metaphor for Reed being like an undercover serial killer?" <laughs> like just pops just, up. Just being weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, like he just like appears, you know, and is evil, you know, yeah. Um, so Ahab's like, hey, welcome back. We'd like to be peaceful, you know, and we're just explorers and hi, how you doing? And I like the music in these tense moments. There's, there, it's pretty good music this, this time around. The music in this episode is really good. Like, mm-hmm. um, I paid more attention specifically to it this time. Mm-hmm. There's something about the music in Enterprise that makes me think of TOS, yeah. A little more often. Yeah. Uh, sometimes TNG too, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't quite have like the dun 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 stings that, that, that right. the 60s show had. They don't take it to that place that has now ended up kind of cheesy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I feel like it hints at it. I'm not sure how they did it. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm way off. But uh, that, that's just my thought. I think they probably told the right, you know, the the writers of the music, you know, this is this is where we want you to pull inspiration from. But, you know, not that. You know, we don't want to do that, but we want to have that kind of feel to it, maybe. Um, Because the original series basically had like 10 pieces of music and that was it. Mm, Yeah. You know, they didn't write extra music for extra episodes. You know, I think they learned some lessons from that, maybe. Could you try? Shouldn't it be a bit more? Or this? This. Then the the bad guys play this super shrill, icky, horrible noise, and it, it's evidently like a scanning device or something. And yeah. they get I liked the idea of uh, loud scan. I do too. Was... I do too. I like it. I wrote that just like as I was taking notes. I was like loud scan. <laughs> I like that. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Band name, probably, but, you know, yeah, we'll there see. there you go. Um, they, f- they get fired up a few times, uh, fired at a few times, and they get fucked up. And then the bad guys go to warp. What did you think of the weapons that the bad guys had? I thought they were really interesting. Yeah. They were obviously trying to disable. But the uh, the actual look of them, like, it oh. was these sort of crescent mm-hmm. wave blast kind of thing yes yeah, yeah. it was really cool it I, was. I don't think i've seen that it's usually straight laser mm-hmm. the tos and tng and all that and then later in ds9 we got the sort of pulsing we started seeing like those pulsing shots mm-hmm. different and, and there was always different colors and different little slight variations and stuff yeah the way this kind of had these like crescent wave things that shot out and hit Mm -hmm. them i thought was a a a cool look and i'd like to see more of that yeah yeah they stay very different like uh, i think the uh the writer of the episode says basically that they stay ambiguous like we never get an answer as to who these people are and that's what he kind of liked about it yeah um this was his favorite written his episode that he liked the best yeah but then again he wrote it i don't know (laughs) 
I know. I, I agree. I like that about yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, that it's sometimes shit's going to go above your head. Exactly. Especially at this stage in the game for Starfleet. My favorite episodes usually end up being the ones where there's something really ambiguous at the end. Um, like the Royale. Like, you don't know anything about the aliens that set that whole thing up at the end of the episode. You know, that's what I love about it is that it's completely ambiguous. You have no idea what just happened. At the end of uh, Encounter at Farpoint, for whatever reason, the aliens turn into just giant... Giant jellyfish. And it's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> why not? Right. I mean, the universe is gigantic, uh-huh. and it's going to have all kind of uh, mysteries and stuff in it. Yeah. And I, I do like that. It, most of the time, Trek kind of wraps things up. Yeah. You know, at the end of the episode, we know who these people are. We solve this problem. Right. And we're moving on. Right. Uh, so when it just goes like, psh, psh, I don't know, man. That's <laughs> yeah. great. You I can't do it. that all the time. No, but, no, no, no. Uh, I kind of wish it happened a little more often. I do too. I do too. There are more things in heaven and earth, Horatio, than I dreamt of in our philosophy. Um, so Reed says that they, when they got fired on, he was able to skin, scan inside the ship. And there's 15 or more individuals, and uh, T'Pol says the DNA doesn't match anything they know they currently know. And that uh, he didn't think the torpedoes would have done jack shit. And I love that because this gets this look of apprehension from Milktoast's very square jawline, mm-hmm. you know, and and that's that's pretty much it. Just because it's like, oh yeah, that's that. There's a, like a shot of him specifically, right? Yeah, and his jawline is just like it's super square <laughs> I'm like, Dang. i like this next scene the um they're in this hallway and they're like mm-hmm. yeah we got fucked up this bulkhead we almost lost like a bunch like, of people mm-hmm. including tr- florida man yeah including florida man and there's a guy in like a, a welding outfit like yeah actually welding <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was really cool. It's a good yeah. it's a good touch. All of this builds really well this idea of uh Enterprise really being outgunned and outmatched. Yeah. And yeah. Archer is starting to get it. Yeah, and he asks her, he's like, Have have your did your people meet with as many hostile aliens as they have? And she says it was a different time. And <laughs> that's always you know, great. I, like, I know. When you ask uh, older people like, you know, well, uh, what was blah 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 like? And then they think like about the the seventies and the sixties now like fucked up things were. They're just like, Well, you know, right. it's a different time. It was a different time, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I shall resign the presidency effective at noon tomorrow. But I mean, she's saying that there's not, there wasn't as many warp capable species, which is really interesting to me because that basically says that the Vulcans are really advanced for pretty much everybody. You know, it's not just the humans that they're way advanced um, past. It's a lot of different species. Yeah, it makes sense, you know, that Mm -hmm. a civilization like that, based on logic and science, is going to get out to space and explore a little earlier than than a lot of of (laughs) other folks. Yeah. During this conversation, Ahab totally talks himself into going back to Earth. Yeah. You know, he, he doesn't, it's not even like, I mean, it's a conversation with her, but he's talking himself into it. Mm -hmm. So he goes down to, to tactical i guess where the weapons are and him and reed and florida man argument argue back and forth and and there's you know reed and florida man are like we can do it in two weeks man you know we're just as good as the team at jupiter station let's do it right blah 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 you know and all that 
And Ahab's like, no, 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 let's just go back. We need a bunch of other stuff, you know, blah, blah, blah. And this obviously goes out the window by the end of the episode. Archer is finally realizing, and he, he does go into more detail about this later in, a, in one of his better scenes, I think. But mm-hmm. uh, and we'll, mm-hmm. we'll we'll get to that when we get to it. But he is realizing and, you know, he pretty much says, oops, <laughs> we bit yeah, off more exactly. than we can chew. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that earlier in this season, super angry, stompy Archer. Yeah. Would never have admitted. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely. And not. So I think that they may have made an actual choice, like a conscious choice yeah. over the last couple of episodes. Cause we've kind of joked like, who's this archer? Yeah. Yeah. Diplomatic yeah. guy and blah, blah, blah. And right. seems to choose his words more carefully and right. things like that. I, I, I think that he may have grown to the point where, Oh, Oh my God. Like I yeah. have endangered a whole lot of people Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> with my quest to be the best son ever for <laughs> a father who is dead. <laughs> and has been for a long time. Yeah. Ahab does agree to let them get started on the work. Um, but he does, you know, call Milk Toast and tell him to turn around the ship and go back to Earth. And then they show the ship literally turn around. Yeah. And I'm sitting there wondering, <laughs> is that how that would happen? I mean, I know they change directions and stuff, but do they literally turn around like that? I guess it depends. I mean, I would imagine that they always know the exact position of Earth. Right. And they could just kind of pull it up. And then so I I don't think that that's crazy. No, but but it just seemed really like, (laughs) I don't know, it just didn't seem necessary somehow. Yeah. Um, That's something that really fucks with my head because (laughs) I know that like in space there is no up and down and you know all that so how do they just you know like how do they change direction? I mean kind of because you've got the the general idea of the galactic plane. Right. uh, But you know there's a lot of up and down in that it's it's yeah. definitely not a flat disc that you <laughs> that you just right. it's not a boat where you have to right. turn it around and all that yeah. kind of stuff yeah so yeah i mean earth could be up from where they are or down right. you know from the yeah however to you're the, or, to oriented. the right a little yeah. bit i don't know the argument kind of thing with reed and malcolm and archer about getting somebody else to do the work on the phase cannons and all this stuff. I'm not sure like how much sense all of this makes Mm -hmm. if for one, and maybe, maybe this is just me, but they've been out there for, uh, at minimum on the last episode. So we don't know how long it's been since then, but it's been six weeks. Right. So it's been six weeks of mostly fuckery Mm-hmm. <laughs> through the through the galaxy yeah and i feel like at that point you go yeah let's just go back we need bigger guns yeah and we'll be at jupiter which is probably like a 10 minute flight to earth right it's vacation time yeah give us a couple of episodes where they're on earth like yes. if we want to get to oh, know these yes. people if you want to get to know malcolm yes whatever show them having to go back to earth yes. and kind of like reflect on the trip and talk about it to their loved ones yes i feel like that's how we could get to know this crew yeah yeah because we haven't really that much nope like on tng they'd show the crew's quarters 
and they would show occasionally they'd show them in like uh, civilian gear and they don't show that here like they've I've seen we've seen Archer's quarters and we saw Daniel's quarters mm-hmm. and that's it yeah we don't we haven't seen any of their quarters we don't see what they have on their walls we don't I mean we see nothing of them personally we, we did see T'Pol's quarters for whatever that's worth I don't know she had a couple of candles and that was it oh yeah 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 Right, right. So we're really like, it's really dependent on the actors and their dialogue to tell us who they are. So we're just not getting anything from Reed. And this episode is literally just telling us we don't know much about this guy. And we're and we wait and we wait <laughs> and we wait to get something. Yeah. Will we get something? I don't yeah. think we're gonna get anything. I don't think we're gonna get anything. Nope. Nothing, nothing whatsoever. Not nothing of consequence, anyway. So then we get a, a scene of Reed and Florida Man talking to the team and promising that they'll put this phased cannon together and build two more from scratch before they ever get to Earth. And this, frankly, seems insane. Like, first it is of all, insane. it's completely stupid. Where are they getting the materials to build the other two? How do they put this all together with the re- without replicators? Because this go- goes back all the way back to the discussion we had with, about whether they have replicators or not. And they've got to have something like this. Yeah, I think they have something. Yeah. But yeah, this doesn't make sense. It's like, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to backtrack this whole fucking trip. Yeah. And then at the end of it, there won't be a reason to have backtracked. (laughs) High five. And for that, no one's going to sleep for like two weeks. Sweet deal, right? Sweet. (laughs) Like The... To their credit, the crew does not look enthused. No, they don't really. They the don't. engineers are just kind of standing there pretty yeah. much. One guy like kind of vaguely nods. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is standing there staring. They have to be wondering, why? Why, <laughs> why would I do that? <laughs> yeah. That is a terrible idea. Uh-huh. One, we're disobeying the captain's orders, yeah. basically. Basically, yeah. And then two, like... There won't be a purpose. No. We will have spent the same amount of time, because they had said two weeks. Mm -hmm. Later on, they show that it Mm -hmm. takes a whole lot less time. Yeah. But the plan was for for them to work double shifts and put in all this time in order to make a trip a complete waste. Well, never mind the fact that the, the captain has already said, and there's already been indications, that the ship needs other shit. Like, it's not just these guns that the, that the fucking ship needs. So right. them doing all of this work is really, really, really pointless. Welcome to pointless. It's taking away from whatever other upgrades he kind of vaguely... Saying we need, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, well, whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> it, this, the, the motivation <laughs> doesn't make sense. I don't get it at all. No, it really doesn't. I, I don't know why anyone would be like, fuck yeah, let's do this. Right, and I'm, right. I, I'm glad that the crew doesn't because, frankly, it would mean that they <laughs> were insane. Be, right. The engineering crew would just be completely batshit insane. Just like, fuck yes, I get to build a bunch of shit I don't need to. (laughs) 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 Why? Why? Do double shifts when you're not getting paid for it. You know, yeah, that kind of shit. Seriously. Yeah. This is some ego bullshit, man. It is. It is. This is just Reed and Tucker. Testosterone-fueled ego bullshit. 
Oh, it's awful. Uh-huh. I, the, the whole thing doesn't make sense. No, it I, doesn't. Now we get to uh, Hoshi talking to all these people. Um, the first is Hoshi, or is Reed's sister. Surely she has some insights. Oh, she doesn't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> like she gives all these examples of him being fucking weird. Right. Just being a strange dude, but nothing else. And she straight up says he's not the easiest person to get to know. Fun fact. The actress that played uh, Reed's sister, her last name is Malcolmson. Whoa, <laughs> very cool. It's just a cute coincidence. <laughs> I kind of giggled when that I saw that. That is very cute. That is very Apparently, nice. she's um, uh, the mom on Hunger Games, which I've never watched a Hunger, Hunger Games movie, but apparently that's a thing. No, yeah, you're right. I, I didn't put those two together, but she is indeed that actress. And she's actually been in a, a bunch of other stuff, too, as far as I remember. Yeah. Her, um, I glanced at her IMDb um, when I was looking up to see who that was. And yeah, she yeah. has done a lot of stuff. Yeah, so this must have been one of her like first couple roles, really. No, hell no. No, no she done oh, a okay. bunch of stuff before this and a bunch of stuff after. Nice. This was nice. just something in the middle she picked up for a minute. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty easy too, because all she had to do was like sit at a desk and like talk and have somebody else read the line, you know. And yeah. Just have like a conversation. Acting talent. So then she talks to like his roommate or something. Yeah, some he dude. doesn't know jack shit. Yeah, some dude for, that he knew, um, that he knew in the academy or something. I don't know. I kind of enjoy the little talks she has because they do give you a window into like the lives of others in Starfleet and like on Earth and stuff. But it also just makes me hungry because I keep talking about food. <laughs> so, so she's talked to people who could give us insight into read, but they have none. So again, red flag. There's going to be like a Malcolm system that he's going to have, you know, like the dentist system. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a Malcolm yeah. system. <laughs> Somebody come up with the Malcolm system and tell us yes. we are Star Trek stuff at gmail.com. Yes. Start. The, yes. Yes. Oh my God. That'd be great. <laughs> what would be the Malcolm system? Oh, I'll, I'll think about it. I'll think about it and see if I can come up with one. D E N. N-I-S, the dentist system. She's having this conversation. She's like, I've talked to his spinster aunts. I've talked to his best friend. And who was his best friend? Who was, which one was his best friend? Was it the guy that was like his roommate or whatever? I guess. Because that would be weird. I guess. I don't know. A guy like, a guy like Reed isn't going to have a best friend. That's what I'm saying. He's just not going to have one. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. No. Again, red flag. I listen to a lot of like true crime podcasts and stuff too. So like this is all like screaming red flags to me. You know what I mean? Like it's all like these are the signs of a psychopath, you know. So so she's telling this to Milk Toast and to Paul overhears and she's like, You should just fucking ask him what his favorite food is. Act like you got some goddamn sense, people. Damn. And they're like, huh. So, so then what follows is the most awkward conversation ever. It's great. It's really well done. It's I love it so much. Because he and he's eating and working and does not fucking want to talk to her. He's desperately trying to be polite and she's just not like giving up. I love I love this bit because. It's it's one of the more like normal human moments that we've had on the show. Yes. So I really like it. I, and it made me think of the 
the ease of which that humanity or, you know, whatever approximation of when we're dealing with aliens comes through in the mess hall scenes in Discovery. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. There's something about being around food, I guess. Uh, but it, yeah, it, it it takes all. There's no techno babble in it. There's right. It's people being real and right. Uh, I think when Discovery does that, I mean, you know, Discovery is very like overwrought and everything is. Oh, I know. Oh, it's, everything is so heavy. Um, <laughs> right, and right. Flashy and heavy and, and all this sort of thing. <laughs> um, so I kind of like that there is a brightly lit room where people talk normally to each other. I think that's the same usefulness here. There's so many conversations in the mess hall and it's usually character development conversations. Yeah. And this is certainly one like that yeah we got one with travis and the jerk boomer guy yeah yeah the other space trucker yeah where he left that whole steak he left that whole what? fucking steak and like a baked potato and broccoli i don't, I don't what get the that fuck is wrong with you I'm dude fucking idiot she's trying so hard to get him to talk about food and he eventually thinks that she's trying to ask him out yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which is hilarious. And she doesn't even get it because he's turning her down. He's like, I just don't think that would be a good idea. And blah, blah, blah. And she's like, why? What? Huh? You yeah. know. <laughs> I love that she doesn't I'm get it. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's really good it's in this so scene. Good. Like, I, I, she I think she's really she's good. She's great. Yeah. yeah. I, my problem is, though, she thinks she can fucking make enchiladas on a hot plate? That's crazy. <laughs> There's no way she's going to make enchiladas with a fucking hot plate. Yeah. Anyway. The, the um, first time I saw it, I was, uh, I guess, just how well it was done didn't really click with me. And then the second <laughs> yeah, no. time I saw it, I was like, oh, this is fucking great. This seems great. <laughs> yeah. I will call bullshit on, like, I'm sorry, you not, don't, you don't, no, you're not going to turn down. If you think Hoshi is hitting on you, you're not. Right? You're not. You'll, you'll be like, that's probably against protocol. Don't care. Do not care. <laughs> yeah. That's the one bullshit thing that I'll call on this. Exactly. Scene, because I think it's really well done <laughs> other than that. So uh, she skedaddles out of there, like trying not to die laughing. <laughs> and the and the bad guys are back. And there's they evidently zoom up to their aft, their their aft side or something and i'm still like confused about space i'm like okay, it looks awesome they, it does look awesome. yeah they, they swoop in behind them yeah it's all predator like yeah it's very cool it's super cool in the mess hall reed jumps up and tries to get the communicator you know tries to talk to the the bridge and evidently internal comms are down and he tells everybody in the mess hall to go to their stations he's really like super commanding in that moment he's so good in a, a tactical situation. The guy needs to he be is. second in charge. Like this is the yeah. second time that we've seen this. Yeah, and he completely rocks when it's danger time. Totally, because totally. he's yeah. a he's a cold, unfeeling sociopath. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. So warp drive is down. Main power is down. Technical is down. Like the lights are fucking out. I love that so much. I do too. Every time too. we lose power on another ship in a different series like just other lights come on right right They're just like well we're right. not going to shoot in the darkness so just have like emergency lights come on it's basically <laughs> just slightly dimmer or kind of right. reddish or something yeah and in yeah. this one it's but like no they like they knock the fucking lights out blackout they bust out the flashlights I fucking love it 
the aliens are coming through the launch bay. They can't seal the doors. And a very super cool looking shuttle pod comes into the ship. It's really cool. It is fucking cool. It is. If it wasn't completely green, it would be so much easier to see the design. I get, I get it, the black green thing, but it makes the design really difficult to see. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I'm sure the design, whoever did the design was like, God damn it, you can't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> like I worked for weeks on that shit and you can't see anything because it's all fucking green. <laughs> yeah. And it's all the same shade of green. Like it's all just one green. Yeah. You know, so it's, oh, Jesus. Yeah, it, it's it, it, I would be pissed if I was the designer. Yeah. Got a little bit fucked up in the, you know, in the end with how, whatever that process is. Yeah. The way that the lights just get knocked out and then they just have to go to old fashioned flashlights. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And the music's really good. Uh, We go into like horror movie sequence here for a second. Totally. Totally. And it's great. This is my this is my favorite part. uh, I think Mm -hmm. just just about it's got to be up there. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, the the two randos that are looking at the circuitry and they see these two do they see like whatever the fuck those things are like down the hall walked walk past yeah and you're like fuck and they slowly you know creep up on them and they get got i love that when they see them they're just walking past yeah they're not like slinking and sneaking the way like nope. you know they're just walking past they're yeah. just they're just just arrogantly like strolling well okay you know these people have shit for technology whatever we right. we've got something <laughs> we gotta go do and they're just yeah rolling into work <laughs> yep. These yep. two guys. Yeah. Just whistle while you work. And cheerfully. Just in the fact that they are just strolling along doing their thing mm-hmm. uh, shows how outgunned Enterprise is. Yeah. Which is pretty brilliant. It's a subtle way to reinforce that. Yeah. Also, it's just scary. It is. It makes it scarier. You don't think, like, I didn't think about it when I first saw it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, they had to make a CG thing go past. But, you know, they've shown, like, the Suleban CG, like, sneaking around and yeah. uh, crawling on the walls and things like that. These guys are just like, man, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I really wish that the two crewmen would have been a couple of the engineering people that we saw earlier. Yeah. We got some close ups of them. We saw who these people are. Right. I feel like it would have counted for a little bit more. Yeah. But it's yeah. just like, yeah, here's some red shirts right. throwing their fodder or whatever. And then Ahab and the team and other, you know, uh, security guys come up on the scene and we see the crazy looking aliens doing like basically like sci fi Reiki. You know, <laughs> band name, <laughs> sci-fi Reiki to like the Reiki, the randos. And they're doing it with their hands. They're not doing it with like an instrument. Right. Which is fucked up. Like, what the fuck are they doing with their hands to these dudes? You came in with your I completely love it. Yeah. It just adds to the the mystery of these guys, yep. the casual threat. Uh-huh. Yeah, because Ahab fires at them and is like, get away from them, you bitch, but not. And, like, the phaser does <laughs> nothing. 
It doesn't even bounce off. No, just it just and, does. It's like they're like he's got a, like a laser pointer on them or something. It doesn't. The, the alien doesn't even look down. Uh, it's just like, oh, that's what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's and they're fucked up looking. Oh, I love how freaky oh, they man. are. They're like mushrooms and sea slugs that had like a baby and that baby was vegan and. It just, yeah, I mean, it's fucking crazy looking. Yeah, like where their eyes are, it's like something else that like yeah. comes out. Yeah, they're not really eyes. I, I don't know. It was, but it was really good. I love the way they did it. Um, I kind of wish this would have been practical effects. I know I, that would have been so much cooler. Less light. Yeah. And more like more practical effect yeah. and like even less light, like the only light you see. Because if you do it practical effect, the only light you have to have are the flashlights. Right. Right. That would be so fucking cool. Like, oh, yeah, that would have uh, that might have been too scary, honestly. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would have been so much. I mean, it would have added so much of a scare factor. The way that they know? were kind of like tall and lanky. So lanky. Yeah. It made me think of, because I think this was right after the movie Signs. Oh, right. Which a okay. lot of people totally hated, and that, that's fine. That's that's fair. Uh, you know, Shyamalan movie. Totally reasonable. Yeah, that, yeah, that's fine, whatever. But they got a lot out of them being just kind of like these tall, lanky sort of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. creatures that yeah. didn't know that the earth was mostly made of water. Mostly and water. It, and and yeah. it rains. Anyway, but yeah, so um, so Archer stops with the with the randos that are you know fucked up, and calls flocks and security runs after the weirdos, but they've already left. Like they're so fast that they the alien shuttle is already back outside, and going into the other ship, which is a really cool scene. There's a really short little thing where the the their shuttle pod is you know docking into the larger ship. Yeah. And it's pretty awesome. Again, if it wasn't just one fucking color, it would have been much cooler, but whatever. Yeah. So then we're <laughs> we're in sick bay and and Angry Archer is back, but at least he's mad for a good reason. That yeah. it makes sense. Yes. And Flox is trying to help these guys and they're and he's like, I some kind of weird scan happened to them. I'm neurological damage. Yeah, yeah. They're looking like they just watched the presidential debates or something. They're just like <laughs> Oh, God. Completely catatonic. The Radical question, left. Will you shut who is up, your, man? Listen, who is on your left? Archer asks to Paul, I, I love this because they could have done something and they didn't. Mm-hmm. And I think that they didn't uh, is part of this Archer growth that we've seen. Yes. Archer asks to Paul if she knows anything. And he's like, I don't care how classified it is. Right, right. And she says, no. And he looks at her. And if he would have looked at her for one more second. Mm-hmm. Like, just one second longer, we'd be back to suspicious Archer. Yeah, yeah. But he... He backed off. Yeah, he believes her. He finally believes to Paul when she talks. Yeah. He should have asked Flocks too, I feel like. Yeah, true. Like, why didn't he ask Flocks? you know, hey, have you ever seen anything like this? You know what I mean? Because, like, Flocks is a doctor. And, you know, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, anything could have helped it's not like the guy isn't well traveled um so warp drive is fucked for a couple days according to florida man impulse is fine so they go back to the bridge and there there's no friendlies in the area and milk toast milk toast suggests contacting the vulcan high command and ahab goes over to hoshi and is like 
swallowing my pride. Yeah. I can do this. Okay. Go ahead. And that's when they find out that Echo 1 and Echo 2, the subspace, subspace beacons that they dropped, have been destroyed. And we can only assume that it's these guys, you know. It is kind of um, convenient, I guess. Yeah. Plot-wise. But it makes these mysterious aliens more threatening. Yeah, and it kind of gives you the feeling that maybe they've been following them. Yeah, that's true. You know, because if they're if they've been following them for a long time, maybe they, you know, dropped in and like killed killed off both the the things just to make sure that they're nice and isolated. Well, like when the killer cuts the phone cable. Right. In, in a horror movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, uh, it's it's cool. Yeah. I didn't even think of it until just now as like kind of convenient that they can't mm-hmm. call for help, so they're going to have to do this on their own. But right, I mean, at the t- like when I saw it, I just thought like, oh fuck, like, yeah, <laughs> something is like th- this shit's uh, darker than we knew mm-hmm. as far as what's going on with whoever the fuck these people these are. people are. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so um, so we go we go to read. And he is freaking out, trying to do a billion things at once, and he's like snapping at people and being all mean and stuff. And Trip, okay, so at this moment, him and Trip are going into like some bowel of the ship to do something, and Trip unlocks and pulls off a door completely for them to get into this area, and then has to sit the thing down. I'm like, that is terrible design. <laughs> like that is awful. You do not want to have a door that you have to put down on the ground. And he just like leans it up against the wall. It, it made me think of uh, in the last episode where it was like, oh, we need to get to this thing. And it was just they, they would have had to just go through the bulkhead, which luckily right. Archer had the ghost knuckles. He had the ghost knuckles so he could just like go through it. But there was an access port in there. Uh, if you, you know, if you watch like the scene that's in there, but it's like a yeah. ladder. So you would have had to go like up a whole another yeah. level and then down to crawl into it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of stuff with this particular enterprise that they didn't quite plan out uh, yeah. as well as far as being able to just like pop something off and fix it. Yeah. Yeah. Reed is just totally acting like he super duper needs a Snickers bar. And they're arguing about like power relays and, you know. You're not you when you're hungry. Exactly. Basically. Yeah. But yeah. And Trip is just like, please do not try to blow us up. Like, you, I'm the engineer, you know. And he, he finally actually puts his foot down and is like, no, dude, stop being a crazy dick. Red flag. Red flag. Yeah. He was super stoked to endanger everyone. Yeah. Like he was like, I'm doing this. You're like, um, you need to calm down. Yeah, they get it. They get in each other's face, too. They do. They well, he I mean, Florida man actually like pulls rank, you know, and he doesn't do that often. These super close face to face conversations Mm -hmm. happen a lot in Trek. Yeah. yeah, Like a lot. If you (laughs) if you haven't thought about that, uh, (laughs) watch anything. Uh, I feel like it happens a lot in DS9. Yes. Where people just needlessly get to like two inches away make out tension uh, a distance from each other and have a a conversation 
usually kind of tense or whatever. I mean, in real right. life, you don't get no. in real life. You don't you don't do that unless like you're about to throw hands. Yeah, but uh, it happens a lot uh-huh. in Trek, and I don't it think does. we've seen it as much in Enterprise, though. Now that I think about it, not so far. No, down in engineering, Ahab and Trip tell each other they that they look like shit. Yeah, which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, they're both like, "You look like shit." Well, you look like shit too. You know. And it's basically they just have like a five o'clock shadow. Yeah. That's it. You know, like that is them looking like shit. Their hair's not even you know? that messed up. They don't have like no. grease on their faces or anything. It's just some five o'clock <laughs> shadow and that's it. Yeah, exactly. Like they're a little sweaty. Yeah. They have this conversation over a realignment procedure like friends do. And this is I think that's this is the conversation that you were talking about. Um, mm-hmm. Ahab is happy that they're going home under their own power. But it's all they're also he's also happy that it's not from the Vulcans, you know, that they're not being helped by the Vulcans. And then he says, you know, we'll be more ready when they leave Earth again. And Florida man is like asking him, you know, hey, have your are your ears more pointy than they usually are? And I'm like, rude and racist. He's kind of doing the thing like, <sighs> you know, you sound like the people what said we couldn't do that. And <laughs> well, <sighs> Can you though? Maybe they had a reason. <laughs> to Paul's fucking always, always, always right. You know. Yeah, and this this whole thing has kind of uh, realized that they were in deeper waters than they thought they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Sorry, Florida. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's he's right so far. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. The conversation's good. I, I feel like it's pretty natural Mm -hmm. and true to the characters uh as far as archer's character arc so far yeah like i was saying earlier they have made an effort Mm -hmm. to show archer chill out a little bit over the last several episodes yeah he's actually learning something (laughs) finally yeah and (laughs) i i didn't think that that would happen this early honestly i I figured like oh season three he'll like start to cool (laughs) off or something but we're 11 episodes in yeah. and he's like I think I have endangered people 80. and my dog what have I done <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and then Florida man comforts him and makes him feel better about putting any everyone in extreme danger um and this is interesting to me Florida man then goes to read and tell him well, don't disconnect the phase cannons from the impulse engine engines. You know, it's time to take a risk. And I'm like, these things are not equivalent, dude. You know, like, <laughs> like the captain deciding that maybe he was a little risky in going out so early and you connecting the phase cannons to the impulse engines. That's not the same thing. Like, it's not you can't just no. but it's fine. It all works out fine. He didn't learn anything from Archer's perspective in that conversation no. what he did was he just reinforced like yeah let's take a risk yeah we should do like crazy <laughs> shit and he realized like i don't want to be the person who doesn't do crazy shit exactly Fuck, man <laughs> i better go tell malcolm like yeah let's almost blow up the ship maybe it'll be fine <laughs> i'm getting kind of tired why don't i do some meth and go fucking fuck up the ship Come on down and do your worst. 
So they do this test on like this rocky moon and Ahab kind of grills T'Pol and is like making sure that there's no life on the planet. Something that kind of seems like a callback to Star Trek II with the Genesis device and everything. I thought that thought that was a nice little homage. And they fire and it blows the fuck out of the ship and the planet. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's awesome. (laughs) That's how dad did it. That's how America does it. And it's worked out pretty well so far. And he's like, I just wanted a little off the top. This straight nuke a moon mountain. Mm-hmm. It overloads a bunch of shit and we get like Trek sparks all over the place. Yep. yep. It's fucking cool. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's really fun. <laughs> Peace. I found this really odd, but then I, then I thought about it for a minute and it, it wasn't quite as odd. Because at that same moment, like right as soon as everything is like calmed down for a second... Paul says that there's an al- anomalous reading from the launch bay where the bad guys were. And so Captain Reed, first off, you know, Paul and Florida Man go in there all guns a-blazing. Guns. Lots of guns. And it's basically just a device that is like monitoring all of their sim- systems, all of their communications, and cause the weapons to overload and almost blow up the ship. Hence the word sabotage. It looks like just like a shitty hubcap. It does. <laughs> like a white hubcap. Yeah. There was no effort in this device at all. Like this super advanced species. I don't know. I feel like they could have done better. Yeah. It could have at least been green and black. Right. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and and Reed is all like, they're toying with us. And I'm like, I feel like you don't get their motivations. I mean, they're obviously bad guys, but that doesn't mean they're trying to mess with your head. I mean, I feel like my cats are trying to mess with my head. It doesn't mean that they are, you know? <laughs> yeah. Then I love this bit. It's cool. Ahab goes up to the thing and he like turns on the thing and he's like, records this fuck you, we're going to fight you message. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. And we get their perspective on it, which is kind of cool because you get like the alien writing and you get like this fisheye lens and, you know. Yeah. And then he turns around. Okay. So you heard earlier that the phase cannon puts out 500 megajoules, whatever, of power. And when they're talking about this device... Paul says it puts out 600 megajoules of power, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So Ahab's like, I'm a badass, blah, 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 and he shoots the device. <laughs> and I'm like, that could have been a really bad idea. You know? Like, I love, that's his first thing. Instead of I like... Know. Instead of like, hey, Trip, go see if we can take that shit apart and learn yeah. from it. He's just like, he fucking just shoot it, man. It. And I'm like, that could have blown up your entire deck. Like, what the fuck? That could have blown up the whole ass ship. No shit. What the fuck? <laughs> Thankfully, it works out okay. I don't know why this object is affected at all by this phaser. Yeah. I mean, the camera angle, the way that they shot it is really, really cool. It is. Because um, the camera stays there while he turns around and he just points up and shoots. So you don't see... Yeah the phaser hitting it or anything like right, that. You right. just see like the camera go out. Yeah. So clearly like he shot it and he destroyed it. The aliens themselves who were just like uh, beings in 
just regular suits. They didn't look like armor or anything like that. Uh-huh. Totally unfazed by a phaser. Yeah. So why would like objects that they made be so vulnerable to a phaser? Yeah. Yeah. Again, another. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like a human yeah. being, you can blast a human being, but we make stuff out of steel and shit. You know what right. I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I feel like a soft, squishy being will create things that are harder than it. Something that are harder than I that. I don't know. Maybe yeah. they have some kind of personal yeah. force fields or something. I'll just make that up. Like, <laughs> all right, yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that wouldn't take away from their advanced technology at all. Right. No, no, no. But I feel like that would be an easy thing to protect, you know, your <laughs> shitty hubcap thing that right. you... <laughs> yeah. set up in the corner yeah i mean it's a cool sequence it just doesn't quite make sense to me then, exactly yeah like i said works out okay luckily instead of blowing up the entire ship some of you may die but it's a sacrifice i am willing to make so hoshi drops by the six bay and the randos are going to be okay thank god i guess we never see them again <laughs> um she's there to see if she can grill flocks about what reed's favorite food is and they run through like a bunch of different stuff a bunch of breakfast food and i'm hungry again and flocks drops like my favorite line of the episode the medically speaking there's no accounting for taste yeah it's cute love it love it <laughs> yeah. very cute medically speaking there's um, no accounting for taste I, uh, I yeah like exactly so he like suddenly you know brain fart brom- bromelain um, and she's like, what is that? And this is where I'm like, wait, are we in an episode of Psych? Psych you out in the end. Have, have you watched Psych? No, I've never. I, I'm familiar with the okay. show, but no, I've never seen right. it. Right. So every Psych episode, they feature a pineapple somewhere. Okay. Even if it's just an etching on a glass that someone uses. There's always a pineapple or pineapple something in the episode. That's cute. That's fun. So there, uh, that's when I was like, wait, are you, <laughs> is this suddenly an episode of Psych? I don't want to keep saying in one episode, like, how pretty Linda Park is, but like, yeah. she like bats her <laughs> eyelashes. <laughs> she totally does. And, and, she totally does, though. Yeah. And she's like, can you break doctor patient confidentiality for me? And he's yeah, like, she's like, okay. I like your orders from the captain, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah, that will work. <laughs> yep. So he figures out that Reed takes injections in order to not be allergic to, among other things, pineapple. pineapple. Mm-hmm. That's so she's like, oh my god, thank you, a thing. I learned a thing. Oh fuck, <laughs> yeah. like just the look on her face, like. <laughs> I can't believe I've gone through this much effort to learn this. Yeah. Uh, the bad guys are back and Ahab's like, no, we're going to hold our ground. And they put up the cannons. And I love how the bad guys communicate with them. They basically fucking do a sample of his recording and twist it around. It's so cool. It is brilliant. It is. I. This is a stroke of genius. Yeah. It is absolutely amazing because... We've never seen that before. No. Ever. Yeah, no. I don't yeah. I don't think I have seen that. I'm trying to think. I'm sure there is some sci-fi flick uh where I've seen that. I feel like there was some kind of like a weird voiceover thing in like a sci-fi mm. horror movie where they They used the people's voices. Yeah. yeah they yeah. they cut it they cut it up and used it. I, I know that that's happened somewhere. So, you know, 
if if you know, let us know. We are Star Trek stuff at gmail.com. Please, please. But the way this is done, it, we've definitely never seen it in Trek. No, no, never seen it's it in Trek. It's incredible. Super cool. And it's so creepy and mean. Yeah, Ooh. it's really creepy. And it's a genius thing because they don't want to show them directly communicating. Mm-hmm. Um, you could maybe have aliens... Uh, you know, on the screen and doing something. and But one, it, it makes it more mysterious yeah. that, that you're not seeing them. Yeah. But two, it's cheaper. Yeah. All you have yeah. to do is recut <laughs> footage you already shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> it's brilliant. You already spent a million dollars on the aliens. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. They, they look all freaky and shit. You know, it's a couple of shots with them. This way you don't have to do any more anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's genius. It is. It is. And it, it totally so makes you realize that these people must be so very alien that they can't talk to us the way other other you know races like us can. So it's like this this is how they're communicating is they're just using our own recording back to us and that's the only way they can like maybe that's the only way they can communicate, you know. They are so advanced that they even though they can't communicate directly uh the way that we're used to they can understand Archer's words yeah, and, and use fuck them. with it yeah, and throw yeah, yeah. it back. Yeah. So they can understand it. There's just, you know, however they work, maybe mm-hmm. they're telepathic, mm-hmm. maybe they I don't know, whatever. It could be, you know, maybe they communicate by farts. Who knows? <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that they're able to understand him already. Yes. And then like make like a, a remix and go, ha ha, ha here, fucker, <laughs> and send it back. They're fucking awesome. They are awesome. These guys are amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, okay fuck that and they fire both cannons and it does nothing (laughs) and i'm like oh god (sighs) and and ahab's like why didn't it blow them up like yesterday and reed's like that was a fucking overload and and ahab's like do it again (laughs) and he's like i'd rather fuck shit up than surrender and i'm like oh god okay never give up Never surrender. Oh, shut up. Reed's like, fuck, that's going to blow out like two decks. And, and Florida Man's like, I think we can handle the recoil um, and uh, of the mega cannons. And so they fire and it's like the hardcore, like huge beam or whatever. And the bad guy's shields fall and there's like a little explosion somewhere. And then they fire torpedoes. And I love the kind of super visual way they do the torpedoes. Like it's right there. Um, right in your face. I don't know how they, I mean, are they loaded underneath? Like, does it pop up like a bowling ball? I think they were just laying there. Yeah. Well, they're, they're I think in they like... just sit on the, on the, uh, track. Yeah. I love that shot. Cause Reed's just too. there and then yeah. Yeah. they just like move on either side of him. Yeah. That is fucking off. And it's not shot to be like, check it out. No, no. It's just, that's how it yeah. is. Yeah. I, I love that sequence. Mm. I think it looks fantastic. The torpedoes makes the Disney bad guys leave with a trail of green smoke. Now get the fuck out of here. I think, uh, going back to maybe part of the reason that they did the, uh, the message, the remix message was cause it was cheaper. Yeah. The torpedoes just kind of like hit the ship. They do. They they make. I mean, they do an explosion. No, they did. They did explode. There's a little. Yeah, there's a little explosion, but but it's not bad. Honestly, on both on both viewings, the first time I saw it and the second because the second time I was like, okay, I could never remember that right. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, there's no damage on the ship at all. There's just an explosion mm-hmm. because it looks like they just landed on the hull and exploded and the hull took it just fine. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't like an explosion explosion that looked like mm-hmm. it really fucked anything up. No, so not really. The, the first time I saw it, I was just like, oh shit, they pissed him off now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the alien's going to go, what the fuck? Fucking shoot these guys. Like, <laughs> I mean, they barely got a bloody nose and they were just like, nope, nope, nope. Fuck out of here. Yeah. I got to get the fuck out of here. That's another motivation issue to me. It was just kind of like, yeah. what? The, the aliens can deal out a lot more damage. The, yeah. Uh, I don't quite get why they turned around and were like, fuck this. I'm out of here. All right. Let me get the fuck out of here. <laughs> My head cannon was basically like maybe it hit a critical system. I suppose so. You know, like life support or something like that. You know, some kind of they hit their weapons system or I don't know, whatever. Because it's not like they aimed for anything. Yeah, they just shot it. Ahab didn't say aim for their weapon systems. They couldn't scan them. They no, didn't know exactly, what they yeah, were. They just yeah. like shoot the thing. Shoot it. Shoot. <laughs> Shoot green. <laughs> Just shoot the green thing. Shoot that piece of chip. <laughs> oh, my God. I wonder if because the ship was basically unscannable... Mm-hmm. Uh, which was established when they first showed up. Yeah. I wonder if Reed had to just aim manually. Yeah, maybe. Because they did show him, like, hitting a lot of buttons. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. So everybody's okay, and now they don't have to go to back to Earth. And Hoshi says it's good that they came all this way because now they can drop two more... Two more new beacons can you hear me now good so did they have four or are they just gonna like build another one i think they're just gonna build another one out of whatever um (laughs) (sighs) out of plot parts yeah exactly he tells milk toast to resume the previous course to which milk toast seems very very happy yay our denouement scene is three manly men having a beer in the armory and the girl brings in Reed's birthday cake. Yeah. Which has pineapple in it. And so now we know that Reed likes pineapple. What do you fucking do? <laughs> Jesus. That might be the clip <laughs> for the intro. <laughs> Holy, yeah. It's uh, this scene, the first time I saw it, I was like, fuck this. This yeah. is awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second time I saw it, the look on Hoshi's face when she realizes, like, she pulled it off. Yeah. It's very, like, you know, the parent got the right present on Christmas right. morning. Like, that mix of just relief and joy. I just, I was happy for her. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're much more happy for her than you don't care about Reed. That's the thing. This yeah. has been Hoshi's journey. Right. This has been like a Hoshi plot, not a Reed plot. We say this often with the show when we're talking about stuff that could have been a little bit better. Yeah. If her trying to get this information had been funnier. Yeah. Yeah. Or she'd have had more like head desk moments, you know? Right, right. She would have gotten more to do as an actress Mm -hmm. and it would have been more entertaining instead of feeling like this, not just B, but lowercase B plot. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But the smile on her face almost makes it worth it. Yes, yes. He's like, oh, my favorite, how'd you know? And she's like, we have we our have sources our or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have our sources. Yeah. You know, you're just glad for her. Yes, and, exactly. And that, and that you're glad for yourself because you don't you're have to not watching this horrible yeah, B-plot exactly. anymore. <laughs> 
like I said, this is not why I love this episode. The reason I love this episode is the bad guys, is the quest to put together these cannons and like do all that stuff. That's what I enjoyed the most about this episode Mm -hmm. is the real, real threat of these bad guys and how completely ambiguous they are and just unknowable, Um, which again is kind of a weird metaphor. He's kind of threatening and unknowable. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not bad. I like I like your your read your read. Oh, oh. I like your your scan of that. <laughs> I did not intend oh, it. Oh my god! I hate puns more than anything in this world. So I, I'm not. I'm I'm never going to do one on purpose. Okay, unless good. I go like burr, burr, <laughs> afterward because I know yeah. I know I shouldn't have said that. Same. I I totally agree. Those are the best parts of this. The uh, the horror kind of sequences in the hallway mm-hmm. where it's just the flashlights yeah. and all that. That looks super cool. I like the alien design. Mm-hmm. You know, the execution, hey, mm, yeah. good for what they could do at the time. Yeah. I don't think that they should have done it with CG. You can do those things practically. Mm-hmm. And I think for less money, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a reason why we never saw uh, the guy that... Um, Dax dated that had like the skull that you could see his brain. Yeah, <laughs> that would have looked terrible. Yeah, so I feel like that you know <laughs> it's the best I could do. I know? forgot about that. <laughs> Kira's like you can see his brain. <laughs> uh, Those scenes where it was like Dax and Kira. I know I'm off topic, so I'm talking about DS9. Those scenes where it's Dax and Kira. I love it. No, no. An episode I saw recently, it did, but they often did not pass Bechdel because they were a lot of times sure. just talking about like you know guys and dating and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. But those two actresses, especially the Visitor, like oh, they're so great. They're both just so good. I love them. So um, I did have have one piece of um trivia i guess okay. in on star trek online um that game oh yeah i found this yeah, yeah. um the species is called the alachi right yeah and they're av- allies of the romulans so i've tried with star trek online i played it off and on for a while oh really it is absolute garbage um oh. on the console oh uh, okay I, i'm told it's much better on pc and i could see that working because like yeah, I, I tried it on the PlayStation, and hey, it's a free game, you know. So I, yeah, and it's but it's pretty expansive for a free game. You get to fly around the whole galaxy, you know. You nice. can just you can spend all. It's a huge map, and you can go to planets nice. and things like that. I might have to try that. So there's really cool things in it. The execution isn't great, but from mm. what I understand much better on PC. So if anybody uh, can attest to that or whatever wants to talk about Star Trek Online, that's totally cool. Send us an email. Can you explore or do you have to like get in battles? Because I'm really much more interested in like getting into like, you know, meeting new races and going on quests and stuff. I'm not really into like fighting. So let us know more about that if you can. The Alachi... Mm-hmm. Apparently, in Star Trek Online, have giant like ATSTs or something, what? or ADATs or whatever the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the big giant ones for. So they have ground based attacks where they have building sized attack walkers. That sounds amazing. Yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> I hope, really I assume does. they're black and green. I don't know. I haven't seen them. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I like that. <laughs> I like that they 
added that detail that uh, the Alachi there that's that's who the, that's who these people are so that's cool mm-hmm. yeah this was the last episode that Winrich Kolb directed <gasps> yeah it's the last Trek thing he did so many Trek episodes and he a did. lot of other TV too he did lots yeah. and lots of directing TV yeah. Uh, but yeah, he gave a whole lot to Star Trek. So very much so. You know, props to him. Rest in peace, man. He died, I think, twenty twelve. Oh wow! If I remember correctly. But yeah, I think this was the he he had other TV credits after this. Nice. But I think this was the last Star Trek thing that he did. Oh man, super cool. Um, so band name, I think I'm gonna go with Sci-Fi Reiki. Sci-Fi Reiki is great. Yeah, I like it a lot. Um, I had. Natalie from Pensacola. <laughs> nice. I kind of like that as a band name. That would be great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Natalie from Pensacola as nice. as a band. Not a nice. not an artist. No, no. As, no. as, as a the band, band name. name. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds great. So did it trek? Oh yes. I I definitely think it tracked. I agree. Um in its best moments, it reminded me of some of the best TOS moments. What's that awesome episode? I'm blanking right now, where we first meet the Romulans, and it's the guy that played Sarek, and it's basically a submarine battle episode. That is called... Balance of Terror. Yeah, I knew it was something of something. <laughs> yeah, in its best moments, it reminds me a little bit of Balance of Terror, because we mm-hmm. definitely have like submarine combat going on. Yeah. Yeah, I love the technical challenges of it. Mm-hmm. The sci-fi in it is a little harder mm-hmm. than in other uh, Trek things, which is you know something that Enterprise has been uh, good at sometimes. Yeah, and yeah. I like that uh, that moment where they're in the hallway and the guy is like welding back together a bulkhead, and he's yeah. just like, "Yeah, we really almost all just got sucked into space." The thing about Enterprise that I appreciate is that. Um, they are having to give you a little bit more close to our current um, astronaut uh, space program style. You know, it's a little yeah. more, there's not quite so many magic boxes as there are in TNG. You know, they don't have the transporter, which just solves problems all over the place. You know, they don't have the replicator, which solves problems all over the place and isn't, you know, makes plot points just not available because there's you know because it's not there i appreciate that a lot i agree i think that that is something that uh is a strength of enterprise and a thing that they can uniquely do Mm -hmm. they can uniquely create those challenges yeah so yeah absolutely i i I think it totally tracks i mean we've got cool submarine shit uh we've got creepy creepy aliens aliens that are beyond our comprehension yeah and you know like we said like even the first episode of tng Mm -hmm. so yeah 100 percent. so what's your recommendation non-star trek recommendation selling your music equipment on reverb (laughs) 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 i've got a box of guitar pedals that i haven't used in forever and i was just like you know what yeah, so I just put them on reverb and they sold like instantly. Nice. Great. So now I got more room for guitar shit I don't need. Yeah. Solo. Oh, baby. <laughs> That's rocking. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote that. It's called I Want to Rock Your Body. And then in parentheses, it says, do the break of dawn. That's beautiful. It's like poetry. Actually, the babysitter movies on Netflix. 
uh, babysitter movies. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, one called The Babysitter, and then there's another The Babysitter 2. And they're horror movies. They're very silly, very funny. And why are you trying to look sexy? The only thing that's sexy in the desert, a glass of water. Who goes hiking wearing fuck me pumps? They're not fuck me pumps. They're fuck you pumps. Lots of really dumb gore. Like, there's no, like, oh, my intestines. It's more like just chop head off, blood spurting everywhere. You know? Cool. So, yeah. What do we got for next week? Do you know? Ooh, we got... This episode that's coming up is a very kind of difficult episode because it is one where everybody... Well, I think most people who are Trek fans, do not agree with what happens. Like, it's one of those moral quandary episodes, and I don't think they made the right decision, <laughs> you know, like... Okay, um, okay, yeah, uh, all right. Kind of a, uh, a little bit of a Tuvix, but everybody is on the same side at the end. Huh, okay. So it's it'll be interesting. We'll we'll have to we'll have to talk about it and see what we think. All right, which is what we do. Because <laughs> that is the show. That is what we do on the show. That is what we do on the show. <laughs> money, please. So if you want to help keep the show going, because we spent a bunch of money and continue to do so to do this, I promise. Yes. Uh, it is PayPal.me forward slash Star Trek stuff. And if you make a donation. We'll talk about whatever you want. Maybe yeah. you have a business. Maybe uh, there's a charity whose signal you would like to boost, like we did for the Chimp Haven a couple mm -hmm. episodes ago, which was pretty yeah. awesome. Uh, maybe you've got an Etsy store. Maybe you've got a band. Uh, maybe you want to um, just have us make fart noises, honestly. kind yeah. of, We'll just sort of do whatever. <laughs> I can do a fairly good fart noise with my mouth. Go for it. No, wait. They have to pay. Yeah, wanna, they have to pay. You want to hear that? It's paypal.me forward slash Star Trek stuff. <laughs> we'll figure out how to do Patreon one of these days. We can yes. just like automatically give us a small amount of money, but we just haven't yet. We'll, we'll do that. Um, <laughs> all music provided by the band Motherfucker, which you are hearing right now. I've done a bunch of audiobooks. Hey, one of them is actually really good. It is. And it's called The Holocaust Saviors. And it is a fantastic listen. It's not expensive. Mm -hmm. It's on Audible. The Holocaust Saviors. It's about people doing all kind of cool, creative, brave things to save lives during the Holocaust and leading up to the Holocaust. So it's pretty cool. It's about lives saved and good things done and all that yes. positive shit that really did happen. Yep. So yep. The Holocaust Saviors is on mm -hmm. Audible. Check it out. Well, have a good night, y'all, or day, or whatever the fuck you're doing right now. And we are out. Live long and prosper. Live long and prosper. I'm Black, Black Lives Matter. Which movie is more Ronald Reagan? Back to the Future or Adventures in Babysitting? Mm, I'd say Adventures in Babysitting, and I'll tell you why. Scary black people in a scary cityscape. I think I think you're right. Uh, that's what kind of puts it over for me. Yeah, is that it's suburban white kids going yeah. to the scary, scary city. city. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> But they sit, they they get shanghaied into singing in a blues club, so they make black friends. Right, exactly. Yes, they're not yes. all bad, are exactly, they? Exactly, exactly. Yes, bingo. <laughs> yep. <The g> <laughs> yep. Oh God.
Yeah. Fuck, man. <laughs> and uh, Vincent, and it has Vincent D'Onofrio as Thor, yeah, the mechanic, which yeah, is fun. Yeah. That's just fun. Yeah. Oh, it's blast. That's a great movie. I know. I've seen that movie a million times. 